Hey everyone, I'm Meg and you are listening to Coffee With, the series where I chat to and paint awesome and inspiring people using coffee. This series is all about sharing the stories and journeys of those of us who are trying to pursue our passions, inspire others and make a real positive impact on the world. With each Coffee With episode, there will also be a video uploaded on my YouTube channel where I paint my guests in coffee and so we'll of course leave links to those in the show notes. And with that said, grab yourself a cup of coffee or other drink if you prefer and let's get into the episode. with. Today I'm really excited because we have the wonderful Carla Gregg with two G's at the end. That's correct? That is correct, yes. (laughs) It's very important. Um, Who's also known on the internet as What Would Carla Say? And I'm not going to speak too much about this. Carla, I'm going to let you take it away. We have 60 seconds. I know it's a bit of a time limit. 60 seconds to introduce yourself and just give a general overview of who you are and what you do. Sound good? Yeah, perfect. So I am a content creator and I know that gets thrown around a lot. Um, So what I do is I make videos on YouTube about just trying to become the best version of yourself. Um, So by that I include like travel videos, um, lifestyle videos, but at the end of the day, like my goal is to empower people to just step out of their comfort zone and become their best self. And I actually started making YouTube videos because I was studying journalism in school and I wanted to be a journalist, um, but I had no confidence whatsoever. And I kind of had to push myself to start my own path. And I was like, okay, well, you know, I I was always scared of having to do these assignments in school. So I took it upon myself to start recording myself at home and make these vlogs. And slowly but surely, I built up that confidence. um, And now I'm just doing it on my own. So yeah, I want to encourage other people to do to do the same to just create their own their own path. That was great. Yeah, that was pretty bang on. And I think following on from that, something I wanted to start off with was a little sentence in your Instagram bio, because I think that one, it's so powerful and it really does sum up what you do. And you say, I make videos to empower others to become the best versions of themselves through seeking the new and letting go of fears. Now, you know, just seeing your journey and just all the incredible things that you do through your Never Have I Ever series, you know, (laughs) you really just go out there and, as I like to say, seek discomfort to learn and have experiences. But like came after years and years of doing lots of things, trial and error. How did you start? How did you get into creating content online? As you mentioned, you did it because you're doing journalism and you wanted to gain confidence. So kind of what was that moment where you got into it? And then how did you develop it over the years to what it is now? Yeah, so um, I like how you said the trial and error because a lot of the times right now I like teach people how to, um, like I help people with their YouTube channels at times people like call me for like consultations and when what I tell them is like start by uh, providing value and in the beginning for me it was a lot about um, just my journey and now that I am where I want to be I could provide value to other people um, and the way like I started when I kind of started doing it more like I, I started taking it seriously um, was when I was working for other content creators I was working for these two youtubers one of them was named um, strawberry 17 and Joey Graceffa 
And it was really cool to see the, the behind the scenes of what goes on, not only with them recreating content, but the business side of it and the personal side of it and trying to balance everything. Um, and so I learned a lot through what they were doing. And then just kind of that inspired me to really pursue my channel um, in terms of like monetizing it and really trying to grow it, not only not only for monetization, but because I want to be able to empower people. But, you know, when I talk about monetization, it's because I want to do this as a full time thing. Um, and I'm not completely there yet. Um, I do do a lot of freelance work. Um, but before that, I was working for a few um, corporate jobs. Um, and so I was working for shows like America's Got Talent and American Ninja Warrior and just a few other television shows. And there I was able to learn a lot more about like the business side of things, but also how to balance what I love to do and what I have to do. And I'm not saying that I didn't love these jobs that I had because they really um, made me get like a tough bone. And a lot of the things that I, I know in in terms of like how to manage like the business side of things I learned it through through my other jobs um but it really did make me learn how to balance my time and really where to put like all of my um efforts into and at the end of the day I really learned that like YouTube is what I really want to do and you know YouTube might not be there forever um but when I say YouTube that's just the platform that's worked for me um and I want to be able to grow it to just reach more people so yeah. No, that's awesome. And it's been really cool to see the evolution of where you started. Because I remember you doing kind of small vlogs in your car. And then you kind of started progressing to, you know, getting more like in public and outside. And then now you have like one of my favorite series, which is Never Have I Ever. Yeah. And, you know, it's where you go out and just try things that you've never done. For example, public speaking, taking voice lessons, oh, which yeah. I believe that video has got a lot of traction. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. It's so funny because the singing video that I did for Never Have I Ever, it's crazy because I wasn't going to post that video because I'm more about storytelling, but when it comes to the technical side of things, um, I've really had to teach myself and push myself to learn more. And so that video, I didn't really plan the lessons. I kind of just wanted to do take the voice lessons for myself. Um, and so I was recording here and there, but I felt like I didn't have a lot of footage. And then when I had to go back to my lessons, I was like, I need footage. So it was a lot of like putting a, a puzzle together and um, it was frustrating editing it. And then something just told me like, you need to post this video. And when I did, it was crazy because it actually took like six months for the video to pick up. Like it only had maybe like a hundred views. And then all of a sudden one day I woke up to like, thousands of like comments and notifications and like my video had gone viral for my channel and it was just awesome because I thought like wow I can't believe and it I mean that was pretty cool in itself but hearing reading all the comments and people being like oh my god like you know this isn't something that you're good at and I was like okay thanks guys I know I'm horrible <laughs> you have to like repeat that <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> but it was just like hearing them say like if you can do it and like you're putting yourself out there and I like because a lot of people were actually singers but they were too afraid to like either perform or like audition for their, their school play and them seeing me do it and then them, be, them being like I'm actually going to take this risk because it's something that I want to do was so awesome to hear because at the end of the day like that's what my channel is all about it's like if you want to do something like go and do it and like you know there's other channels like Yes Theory and they're all about seeking discomfort and they're just badass in general like those guys are awesome but I feel like for me I'm actually this person who like I feel like I'm awesome but I'm, you are awesome. I have a lot of fears <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
I have a lot of fears and I'm not, not afraid to like put them out there and just be like, hey guys, like even though I am empowering you guys to become the best versions of yourself, like there's moments that I don't feel the best version of myself, but that's why it's an everyday thing. You constantly have to put yourself out there. And with my series, Never Have I Ever, I really wanted to um, empower people to do that. And I think right now, like just that singing video where I performed in front of people, um, that was something that I was really, really scared to do. And I remember when I was about to perform, I forgot the lyrics to the song and I had to run to my room to look at my phone and just kind of review them really quick before I went up in front of everyone because I completely just had blacked out like that's how scared I was um but I did it and that's what mattered you know so it was it was a lot of fun I can totally relate to that because I did a random like year of uh music college and we had to perform and that was one of the it was genuinely one of the scariest things everyone's attention is on you and for some reason that lyrics like that you've practiced and that you know just fly out your brain and you're just like I I don't know what I'm doing what I think is really awesome and something that you touched upon is you know is kind of you being an example to other people and I think it really just takes one person to do something like that to really put themselves out there for other people to then believe in themselves. I think self-belief is, you know, something that a lot of people really don't have. But when you see someone else just going out there and trying things and having self-belief for themselves, it really does inspire, you know, the others who might not, you know, ever try it or think that they're capable and so I definitely think you know with the response that your videos have had reading the comments you were definitely on that path to empowering others to become the best versions of themselves and it's really exciting to see the things that you do more and more and things <laughs> those are dogs <laughs> that's so cute so sorry about that. No, that's okay. It adds, okay. It adds to the, um, just like the conversational <laughs> aspect of it. Yeah, it adds to the being a creative and working from home and exactly having all these obstacles. <laughs> that's a good little segue. I'm glad the dogs have come in because I wanted to chat a little bit about that because you were saying that you had the experience in the corporate side of things, working for these TV shows, and you also worked behind the scenes with people like Megan Camarena from Strawberry 17 and Joey Graceffa. How does that differ to now you working freelance? How has that transition been from, in a way, going from this very secure and stable, you know, environment within a corporate world to being free and going it solo and freelance? Yeah, well, it's definitely hard coming from a more stable job. So the last job that I had was at a digital agency and it was like, you know, the nine to five type of job, like security and everything, a schedule. I kind of like knew what I had to do. Although things did change because I still worked in television. Like I had to go to the office and then sometimes to on set. Um, but in terms of like freelance, I'm, I'm pretty used to it. And I knew, so recently I decided like, I'm just going to go freelance. I don't want a full-time job. And I'm not saying I'm not going to ever go back to it. Maybe I will. And I'm the type of person who accepts just like life as it comes. But I want to give it all my all right now. And so I want to be able to focus on giving myself the opportunity to really push to grow my channel and, uh, you know, gain clients with my freelance business. Um, but I actually working for other YouTubers, it was never really a security. Um, I did. It was still freelance. So um 
actually like right when I got out of college, most of the things that I did were freelance. That's when I started working for like uh, Megan, Strawberry 17. And I started doing other little side gigs here and there just to like make ends meet. And so sometimes wish out of college, I would have gotten the more corporate side of things and then, you know, kind of uh, transitioned into the freelance. But at the end of the day, like if I wouldn't have done all of this, I wouldn't really have the like experience that I have now. So I don't regret exactly what I what I the journey that I t- decided to take but I did actually start in freelance and then I realized how hard that was um so I was working as like a production assistant for this television show on Fox um and I was so excited it was called Bones and I was really excited to work on that show because I finally had like this stable job but at the end of the day I quickly learned that not even like in television and in the entertainment industry like kind of like um what Heidi from the Project Runway says one day you're in and the next day you're out <laughs> And that is exactly how the entertainment industry is. Like, even if you have a stable job, like for production, most shows only last like three to six months. So yes, you're stable for three to six months. But then after it's like you have to find another gig. And I didn't like that. um, Or so I thought I didn't like that lifestyle of the freelance thing. And so that's why I ended up working for more of a stable job. And I finally got that very secure job and then um, not too like a few months back I ended up losing my job and that's kind of when like the fire hit and like fueled inside of me where I was just like okay like what's so bad about freelance like you'll have the opportunity to create your own hours and it's gonna be hard and like I'm constantly telling myself that like it is not easy like I know that having a stable job they both have their bad and good you know you you have the freedom to like take paid vacation and all this stuff and like it's awesome but at the end of the day like I just need to give myself the opportunity to do what I love to really push to do what I love and um all I can say like it is hard because some days you'll find clients like I've recently just booked like a videography client which was awesome um but then I don't know how like the next coming months will look like you know and so it's like constantly a battle of trying to like do what I love which is making YouTube content and seeing how I can monetize that more but then also like being realistic and being like okay you have to find like the paying clients that are going to give you money up front um so yeah it's been hard but at the end of the day like I wake up with excitement that like there will come the day where I'm 100% doing what I want to do you know Oh, absolutely. I think what's great about your kind of situation is you do have that experience from both sides. You you had that freelance experience, you kind of knew what it was like, and then you had the corporate experience. So, because I feel like sometimes when people go into freelance, it's just like a little fish in this giant pond and they get very lost very quickly. But I think having having that knowledge beforehand it feels like you've gone into this really strong and really knowing what you want to do. And this, again, this is just my perception as a consumer, you know, through Facebook and YouTube and Instagram and things. You seem to be really, really on it, getting that content out there and really making huge strides in what you are doing. And one thing I do wonder is what has been, I guess, one of the most difficult things that you've had to deal with, but as a result, things that you've learned from that difficult situation have been incredibly positive. Is there a particular time or instance during this journey where you've had that moment where you thought, oh, this couldn't get any worse, but actually in hindsight, you know, that the other end has been the best kind of learning experience. Is there anything that comes to mind? Yeah, for sure. 
like, so when I lost my job, and this was like a few months ago, maybe three months it's been, um, there was like no reason for me to just sit there and be like, okay, what am I going to do? Like, there was just no room for me to, there was no room for this waiting period of like, what's next? I kind of just had to figure it out and be like, what's something that I haven't done that I've always been wanting to do? And that was um, volunteering like out of state or like abroad. And so um, I decided to just kind of Google, like, I kind of wish I could have Googled, like, what to do with my life now, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. it was to that point. Um, but I was like, okay, so I'm going to Google some nonprofit organizations. And I uh, came across this organization called All Hands and Hearts. And it was just a perfect scenario because a lot of these organizations, they expect you to pay to volunteer. And I think that's awesome because the money goes to something bigger. But when you're in a situation where you just can't take the time off or you're just like, I don't know, like I, I need to put this like my my savings aside for what's to come. And so even though I wanted to do something good, I was like, oh, like, how am I going to be able to put, pull this off? And they actually offer some programs in in their overall uh, uh, organization that they'll pay for your flights if you go volunteer for a certain time. And so at the time, it was like around July, I had applied to a program in Mexico and I couldn't do it. And I was like, oh man, like I'm gonna have to cancel my application because just things like freelance gigs started coming in. And I really had to think about myself, even though I didn't want to. Like, I just wanted to be like, I want to go travel the world, but I had to be a realist for a moment. And like, I want to travel and help people. And so um, it just kind of occurred to me to like email them and be like, hey, you know, is there any way that I could just do one week? Um, and I told them I was a content creator, so I, I had to pitch myself. And that was really hard because um, for the first time, I was really pushing to reach out to like different, um, not organizations, because they're the only ones that I really wanted to work with. So I just reached out to them, but different sponsors to be like, how is it if, if All Hands isn't going to help me out? I still want to do it, but how am I going to be able to like make profit out of this? Because, you know, it was just a hard time in my life. And then I was like, you know what, I'm just going to say yes to this. If they accept me, like, I'm going to do it. I don't know how, but I'm going to figure it out. And so I reached out to um, my friend Romina, who's also a content creator. And I was like, hey, do you want to volunteer with me? Like, I have a meeting with this organization. They might say yes. They might say no to fly us out. But like, I really want to do it regardless. Like, we have to make it happen. And so during that time, it was really hard because even when All Hands said yes, to um, like allowing us just to go for a week and they would still pay for our flights because like I said it's usually two for and just for some some cities and when they said yes it was like awesome like cool you know we have the free flights we're gonna go volunteer we're gonna go do good and it was just so awesome because I finally felt that this content that I produced um, for this organization was finally like something that I really wanted to do the whole time like when I when I had that dream of like being a journalist and covering stories that actually mattered and then finally being able to do that, like that was so cool. Um, but there came a moment when it was like, oh wait, I might not be able to do this. Like realistically, like even though I had the flights, there was a lot of things that I had to cover back home, like cover my bills. Will I have like, if I leave for even if it, cause we didn't leave for too long, but yeah, it was just like a, t a hard time in my life. And so being like realistic of like, will I be able to do this? How am I going to get the funds? And for like two weeks, I think we got, uh, we got the yes with them like a week before going. And so we had been planning to reaching out to like sponsors and we, we got so many no's and we actually didn't get one yes covered at all. Um, and I ended up making a GoFund to cover some of the expenses that we had to do for the trip. 
And it was just so awesome to see like my community on YouTube and people who had been following me, like supporting this mission of wanting to do content that like mattered. And it was insane because like when, when I had lost my job there, yeah, there was no room for me to just sit there and be like, oh, I wonder what I'm gonna do next. Like for me, it was like, I wanna do this and like, how am I gonna make it happen? Um, so that was the first time that I kind of got like this balance of like success and like supposedly failed, supposed failure, even like reaching out to this organization because I was scared that they were going to say no, that it might not work out, you know, on a personal side. Um, and then it happened and it was just so like such a fresh breath of air. And I remember when I was like volunteering, it was like, I, I remember having these tears in my eyes being like, I made it regardless of like what struggles I'm dealing with, I was able to make this happen. And then the result of helping other people, like it was just such a, like an awesome experience that I'll never forget. And it'll remind me to like constantly put the hustle. Cause like now that's over, like that project is over uh, and I would want to keep volunteering with them. Um, so having wait, now I have to come up with ways of like, okay, how can I do this? Like, how can I keep helping people uh, and still, you know, making ends meet and stuff like that. But I really learned that I love to do that. And I encourage everyone to go out there and like volunteer with them. I think one, one thing that I'm learning more and more is that I think one of the main things, especially, you know, with people who create is we create to help other people and in helping other people, we actually gain more. And there's like so many people that I follow who whose mission in life is is to help other people. You know, the fact that you're going out there and doing those things, I just want to like say like that is absolutely amazing. And I think like you said, you know, losing a job, especially being let go from a job from personal experience as well, it can be tough and you can get into that mode of, you know, questioning yourself, questioning, you know, the world, why is this happening to me? I think what you have to realize is that actually those times, like you said, that was a difficult time but it was kind of the most opportune time as well. I don't know if opportune is a word, but we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna roll with it. <laughs> you know, like that's, I like it, <laughs> that is like an opportunity for you to now branch out and do these other things. And I, I watched the video of the volunteering with All Hands and Hearts and it was absolutely fantastic. And as, as I mentioned to you before we started, like by the end of that video, I actually went on their website and went on the volunteering. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, how do I do this? You know, is this something that would be, you know, financially viable for me time-wise? And, you know, it is just a testament to your hard work. What kind of pieces of advice or things that you've learned that you would like to share with others? So let's say your top three pieces of advice to other content creators or just people wanting to pursue something greater than themselves I guess in a way yeah so I would definitely say and this is something that I've thought about a lot recently is that there's always going to be an obstacle either like you're not going to have enough time you're not going to have enough money you're not going to have the right equipment um, maybe the people around you don't believe in you there's always going to be an obstacle and you're just going to have to like learn to remove them out of your way and like just create make things happen because a lot of the times I catch people you know making excuses and actually when I started my never have I ever that entire thing it was about stepping out of my comfort zone but it was also about letting go of like the excuses like I don't have enough time like I can't learn how to snowboard because I don't have money like just like things like that like just stop making excuses because there's always going to be an obstacle um so just kind of removing the obstacles and trying to figure out how to make things happen one thing that I like to say is like life's like a puzzle like you constantly have to figure out like 
the new pieces, like put pieces together. And there's always going to be like a new one that you have to figure out. In terms of like just creating content, I sometimes get stuck in this like, oh, you know, I already have things figured out. I know how to brand my channel. And so I can't try something new like on my channel. But I think that is so important when you just kind of like break the mold of like the content that you create and you create something that's completely out of your like brand. Um, Because a lot of the times that will surprise people and you'll learn more about yourself and then you'll start understanding like what your audience likes. Um, And I think like the element of surprise is so awesome. And so just like creating new content because I know a lot of the times when we get stuck we're like oh like I can only create content about empowering people and if I do this like that's not gonna and then it'll it'll just make you not want to create content because anytime you want to try something new you fear like oh what what is my audience gonna say Um, and I understand that you know we have a brand to like follow through but at the end of the day if content isn't making you happy anymore but you feel like you have to do that type of content like uh, and a big example actually was my um, singing video when that video went viral on my channel it was awesome but at the same time I started getting all these like uh, singing people people who just wanted my channel to like they just wanted to uh, find my channel because of like more singing videos and for a while I was like maybe I should do like more singing videos but like fun ones where it's still about empowering people and I'm like Carla that is not your channel you know uh and I like yeah I tried something new but I'm not going to keep doing it but at the same time it allowed me to just like test things out and I think that's awesome because why not you know I think also just not being afraid just to take risks I think that's the overall thing because like I said there's always going to be obstacles so don't be afraid to take risks and try new things um because you never know you might end up loving something you had no clue you would enjoy doing you know those are fantastic and I totally 100% agree with all of those what is one thing that you haven't done yet that is on like your top of the list of things that you want to do? Um, definitely riding a horse. <laughs> like that is. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So I used to ride horses for about six years and I will just say once you get over the fear, having that connection with a horse is one of the most beautiful experiences ever. So I really, really encourage you to do it. Oh my God, now I would want to do that with you. Like that would be so awesome. I'm trying to make my Never Have I Ever's where like I bring in other creators because a lot of the times when we talk about collabing, people are like, oh my God, I love your series Never Have Ever. And I'm like, man, I really want you guys to be a part of it, you know? But yeah, riding a horse just because I live in a place where there is a lot of like ranches out here, but I just personally never have done it. And it would always terrify me like that maybe a horse is gonna like, you know, drop me. <laughs> but yeah, no, I definitely would wanna do that. That's like number one. That's was actually one of at the top of my list when I started the series and it's been two years and I still haven't done it. So it's bound to happen. It will definitely happen. I think that's a great one. That just makes me so happy. Cause, cause like, again, as someone who's like ridden horses, Yes, do it. (laughs) Definitely do it. Yeah, okay. I was going to say jumping out of a plane. Like, you know, jumping out of a plane has never really interested me. I'm not like, oh, if I jump out of a plane, it's going to make me more of like a confident and bold person. Like at the same time, I'm like, no, I think I'm cool with that. I feel feel pretty confident and bold without the jumping out of the airplane. But I recently told my mom, I was like, the only way I'll jump and call me a sellout or like empowered – but the only way I'll jump out of an airplane is one, if it was like a paid sponsorship. And I was like, hey, who am I going to help out with these like $5,000? <laughs> or second, I would totally do it for free if Yes Theory did it with me. Because yeah, I met Matt from Yes Theory and I told him, if I ever collab with you, like 
I want to do something like really awesome. And, and like I have you on my list of like manifestation of people who I would want to work with. So if they were bound to say yes and work with me, I would be like, fine, let's do this. Like I would be so terrified. Just the thought makes me like cry of jumping out of an airplane. But if it was with the right people and people who have like inspired me, like I would totally jump out of a plane. <laughs> I just love this because skydiving and jumping out of a plane is on the top of my list of things to do. So it's like horse riding and skydiving. So I, f- I feel like we could make this happen somehow. And yeah. I definitely think something you mentioned was that it's on like your manifestation board. And I think it's so awesome to have that because I think if you have those intentions of doing things and you write them out and you look at them and you have them, yes, you do have to work to get there. But I think that those things are much more achievable when you do that. Oh, yeah. It's a definite reminder. It's a reminder, you know? Yeah, like you said, you have to put the work into it. But if you wake up knowing what your purpose is or what you want to accomplish, like it's definitely going to motivate you more each day. Absolutely. One thing that, um, I mean, I think we touched upon it at the beginning, and it's a word that you just mentioned now, purpose. So with all that you do, what do you feel at this point in time is your purpose with the content? Like if you could just summarize it for everyone. Yeah, so I for sure know that my purpose is just to empower people to be their best self and really teach about confidence because that is something that I struggled with in the beginning. And it doesn't have to be confidence in just yourself, but I know a lot of people might be really confident in like the way they look or the way they're their personality, but not so much confident in their career or like in going after their dreams. Like some people are the most confident people I know. And then they'll tell me like, wow, Carla, I'm really like, you know, proud for you, like going out for your dreams. Cause like, I want to be a photographer, but like, I'm not, I'm too scared to take that risk. So just really empowering people to do what they love and be their best self, whatever that is, whatever your idea of your best self is like really empowering you to get there. And I want to be able to really teach that on my channel and keep doing content that's going to make you know like the volunteer video like get people to think like oh wow I want to do that like that would be the best version of myself like helping other people like why not why can't I do it and go out there and put yourself out there so yeah I think I'm on the right track I hope (laughs) oh no you definitely are and you are definitely a true testament to that purpose and it's really coming across and what you're doing is absolutely amazing so for everyone listening I highly highly recommend going and following Carla on all of her amazing journeys where can the people of the internet find you let us know all the places (laughs) yeah well you can find me on what would Carla say on Instagram and YouTube Um, those are the two that I use the most but if you really want to have that friendship connection with me um, in terms of not just promoting my content, uh, my Twitter is, uh, I can't have the what would Carla say, it's too long. But if you type it, you'll find me with that. Um, yeah, I'm still talking to my people at Twitter. I'm just totally, I'm joking. Uh, I know I know nobody. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what would Carla say? Awesome. What would Carla say? And I'll leave all those links, I guess people say in the show notes of the podcast and in the description of the video, wherever this is going to be. And the final question, now this is going to be a tough one, so I hope you're ready. Oh man, you're scaring me already. (laughs) So for those who can't, (laughs) for those who can't see, Carla had a real shocked look on her face. (laughs) Now the question is, what does your ideal cup of coffee look like oh watermelon dark coffee Ooh, okay just like dark black watermelon coffee yeah yum the best yeah 
Hot or iced? Um, I usually go for iced, but when it comes to like a nice black cup of tea, I mean, ooh, ooh, I just confessed I'm more of a tea person. (laughs) You are literally spilling the tea right now. Uh, But yeah, just uh, usually iced, but when it comes to like my black cup of Guatemalan coffee, I like it hot with like a good piece of bread, like a sweet bread. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for doing this. It's, I feel like this has been a long time coming anyways, but um, it's just been really wonderful. And the more I do these, the more I realize there's so many like-minded people out there. It's so awesome that we have, you know, social media and the internet to be able to connect with each other. And I feel like it's just a blessing. So really and truly, thank you so much. It's been amazing. It definitely is. I'm so glad that we finally like connected like off the gram and Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Cool. And yeah, with that said, I never know how to end these. So do you have one final sentence of like a word of wisdom or a sentence of wisdom that you'd like to impart on people? Yeah, just uh, be kind, connect with people and just really spread positivity because that's what Meg's all about. And that's why we, I love her. We love her. You all love her listening to this. So yeah, keep just spreading positivity. 